guys D about to react to this video by King Gurry. This is comedians versus feminism. We got Louis CK, Bill Burr, Bill Maher. Maher? I, I recognize that name, but I'm not sure how to pronounce his last name. Um, yeah, but they they about to be talking shit about feminism. I feel like there is a misconception. I think a lot of people who have problems with feminism, they don't really have an issue with the concept of feminism. They have a problem with toxic feminism. There is a difference because everybody should be a feminist. You know, if you're using the literal definition, a feminist is just somebody who wants equality for women. You want women to have equal pay. You want women to have equal rights. Shit like that. Like, and everybody should be a fucking feminist when it comes down to that. But they have a problem with women who are just like, oh, burn all men, fuck them. Usually those women are lesbians and they have, you know, misdirected hate for men, which I don't agree with. Um, and, but on the opposite side, men who hate women and they're just like, fuck you whores, you bitches are the same. Just like I said in another video, they, they want some dick. Just go out and get your dick and stop talking about how women ain't shit. Don't date them then. Go date you some men and you ain't got to worry about women and how they ain't shit and how they rejected you your holy life and how it took so long for you to get some pussy. You ain't got to worry about that. <laughs> so I don't agree with either side. I hate when men bash women and I hate when women bash men. Like, let's just all get along. You know, we, we could just get along and, and do this and, you know, be happy and live in peace. That's all I want. Anyway, let me stop rambling. Let's hop to the video. <laughs> it's dangerous. It's dangerously it's dangerous. But here's the thing. It's, this is like a fight between... Uh, uh, comedians and bloggers, which is that's where all just just hyperbole and garbage comes out of those two places. It's all very similar groups. Yes, just uneducated, unfettered, just yeah. It's also a fight between comedians and feminists, which are natural enemies, the biggest, yes. easily because stereotypically speaking, feminists can't take a joke and stereotypically speaking and comedians see <laughs> there's a cliche that you know men don't listen to women and i think the reality is that uh where we've become a, a nation of men who are just uh, jesters in your court who listen constantly and our whole our whole society is based on the idea of I like to call it making women nod if you watch it there's a guy who understands what I'm saying you know like I dated this girl one time she was like really into like women's issues he always so goes up in a dumbass argument so one time she came up to me she goes okay explain this to me Bill. why does a guy make more an hour to do the exact same job huh? Hmm? I go, I'll tell you why, because in the unlikely event that we're both on a Titanic and it starts to sink, for some fucked up reason, you get to leave with the kids and I have to stay. No, think about it. If there's a house fire, it's always women and children first. I got to stand there with like the back of my shirt on fire going, let's go people, let's go, let's go. <laughs> so that's how I look at it. No, it's a dollar an hour surcharge. <laughs> that if something fucked up happens, either I can't leave or I gotta like get in the way of it to give you a head start. Like, rabbit dog, run, honey. One Mississippi, two Mississippi. 
you hear a bump in the night, I gotta go check it out. Like, yes, he does have a knife. <laughs> Anytime there's a hostage situation, who do they negotiate for first? Well, at least let the women and children go. Well, what about me? Yo, ass the grass. Well, it's hurt me too. What the fuck do I gotta stay in the vault? No, that's my point, man. Where are all the feminists in those situations? You know what I mean? You can't find them. There are no feminists in a house fire. That's a, that's a guarantee. You can take the most hardcore feminist, some chick right in your face, like he's shoving his dick a bitch, little short little haircut, the whole nine yards, right? Second those flames break out, she's gonna twist those little hairs into pigtails. No, I'm just a girl. I wanna go play jump rope. I wanna go play jump rope. And leave you standing in a burning house like you're not flammable. You know, but I'm not, I'm not a dick though. I'm not, I'm not saying I think a woman should make a doll less an hour to do the same job. All I'm saying is if you're gonna make what I make when the boat sinks, you better be standing right there next to me, listening to that guy play the cello. Then you get the corner office. You get all the benefits or whatever. On the other side, comedians can't take criticism. Comedians are big pussies. Yeah. And they can't, they can't, if so, to one side you say, if you don't like the jokes, stay out of the comedy clubs. To the other side you say, if you don't like the criticism, stop Googling yourself every 10 seconds. <laughs> Just nobody's right. making you read it. It's positive. <laughs> to me, it's all dialogue is positive. Now, a lot of people don't feel that way. For me, any joke about anything bad is great. It's That's not how crazy. I feel. <laughs> any the joke about rape, like, uh, you know, Holocaust, uh, the Mets, uh, whatever. Yeah, any joke about something bad is, is a positive You thing. have now crossed the yeah. line, mister. But now, the, I've read some blogs during this whole thing that have made me uh, enlightened to things I didn't know. I, this woman said how rape is something that polices women's lives, that they, they have a narrow corridor. They can't go out late, they can't go to certain neighborhoods, they can't dress a certain way, because they might now, I never, that's part of me now that it wasn't before, and I can still enjoy a good rape joke. So I had both of them. But, here's the last thing. I don't, thing. I don't like the way that you evolve as a person. No, it's not. <laughs> and I, I don't say like the way that you've come up with a way to grow as an individual. No, it's not fair. It's not Be the person the that I knew 20 years ago. I will. But here's the last thing I want to say about it. This is also about men and women, because a lot of people are trading uh, uh, blogs and, and, and things about this on the, uh, you know, with each other. Couples are fighting about Daniel Tosh and rape jokes. Really? Yeah, that, that's what I've been reading in blogs. But, <laughs> but they're both Damn making love. a classic gender mistake, because the women are saying, here's how I feel about this. But they're also saying, my feelings should be everyone's primary concern. <laughs> now, the men, the men are making this mistake. They're saying your feelings don't matter. Your feelings are wrong and your feelings are stupid. If you've ever lived with a woman, you can't step in worse than that than to tell a woman that her feelings don't matter. So, so to the men, I say, listen, listen to what the women are saying about this. To the women, I say, now that we heard you, you know, shut the up for a minute. <laughs> <laughs> when I say this is a feminized country, first of all, understand that I get it that there are millions and millions of women who are steely-eyed realists and millions and millions of men who are anything but. However, for lack of a better term, I would say that the feminine values are now the values of America. Sensitivity is more important than truth. Feelings are more important than facts. Commitment is more important than individuality. This country is in trouble because men 
have given up the debate. Whatever women say, men just nod along. We don't know how to fight back. We don't know how to stick up for ourselves. When women say things like, we're more spiritually evolved, we just go, yeah, I guess that's right. And, you know and there's no evidence, and there's no reason to believe that's true. You know just agree. That... No, just agree. That's why we that's get right. these heart attacks. We get all this Exactly. And that's why. That's why we die. They live to 85, 90 years old. I always hear women say, you know, married men live longer. Uh, yes, and an indoor cat. <laughs> Women don't have it easy in America, but it is sort of politically incorrect just to be male in this country now. I mean, look at television, look at any sitcom. The wife is always brilliant and ethereal and right about everything, and the husband is always a dumb fuck lucky to have found her. Men are, you know, hassled by women and so forth, but when it's little boys who are the target of this kind of hostility and animosity, then it's very serious. And what I found is that attitude of sort of belittling men, putting them down, that's carried now into the classroom. And you talk to almost any parent who has a boy in school, and being a boy is now considered like a pathology, a disorder, something yeah. he needs to recover from. There's intolerance of their high spiritedness. Yeah, right. On any TV show in America, if somebody got up there and said, I you know, women are if somebody said men are smarter than women, you'd be booed off the stage. I mean, what does that tell you about our culture that we have to pretend that one sex is smarter than the other? Women are smarter than men. If women ran the world, there'd be no wars. Who is saying this stuff? Being like pregnant that? is sexy. We don't think that sensitivity <laughs> is more important than sex. We don't. Okay? When we're telling you that, we're lying to make you not. Yeah, but. <laughs> It would be one thing if we were saying things we believe, but we're not, because every guy I know is just doing what he can to stay out of the doghouse with his wife or his girlfriend. Men will say what they have to say, act the way they have to act to get laid. Whether it's by their girlfriend or by their wife. I agree. And that's what making women nod means. It means saying things Maybe we don't believe. Ali McBeal is too skinny. We don't really believe true. that. If that's really true, what a lonely existence that is. You're right. It's lonely Men because are lonely. you're just, are they? Well, yes. really... I understand that women suffer, but I don't think it's as much publicized that a lot of men in America are living lives of quiet desperation, lobotomized of their libido, anesthetizing themselves with sports and pornography, and living in an Orwellian world where we have to pretend to concur with the woman's point of view. What do you want the women to do then? What, you, it's not what they want the women to do, it's what I want the men to do. I okay. want the men to just be themselves again. See, this is very personal to me because I'm like the last of my guy friends who have never gotten married and their wives, they don't want them playing with me. You know, I, I'm like the escaped slave. I bring news of freedom. You know, it's, wow. it's not a good thing to have me around, you know. Keep the husbands in the dark. They're happier that way. Oh, wow. But, you know, all my married friends, I knew these guys when they were young, and they were Mustangs. They used to do whatever they wanted, whenever they wanted, and now they are not Mustangs. They're that horse in Central Park with the blinders on, you know, just going around in a circle in a cloud of flies and sitting in a bucket, you know, just... Dang. Hey, I don't, I don't know nothing about that struggle. I don't know. I don't have a penis and I don't... 
I'm not dating anybody who I feel like, oh, is changing me and running my life. But this was an interesting video, getting their different perspectives. Bill Maher, Mayor, whatever his name is, he seems very passionate about the topic and hey, go off this. Um, but yeah, let me know what y'all thought about this video. Let me know what other videos you want me to react to and I'll see you guys in the next one. Bye!